Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. This podcast is sponsored by Jim Butcher, who is a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Now let's get it started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting week on another exciting podcast. My name is Colton Cockrell. I am a certified financial fiduciary and independent financial advisor with Share McKinley Group. And welcome to Bridge the Gap, where we're connecting business perspectives. And as always, I'm here with my lovely co-host, Ms. Trisha Stetzel. Thank you, Colton. Hey guys, Trisha Stetzel here, Results Extreme Business Solutions. I'm super excited about our guest today. You may recognize her name, and Colton's going to give us a little insight into that, but my friend, Duana Boswell, is the owner of Boswell Law Firm, which was established to provide clients with the ultimate level of personalized focus and careful attention that that each unique case deserves. Owned by board certified attorney Duana Boswell Loeschel. Yes, did I yes. do it right? Yes. yes, see, I'm getting good at this. Who has over 15 years experience in contested divorce, domestic violence, custody and probate cases, and as well as estate planning and guardianship matters. In 2009, the Texas Bar recognized Duana with a resolution for her service to those affected by Hurricane Ike, and in 2016 was voted one of Houstonia Magazine's top 100 lawyers. By the way, Duena is a competitive ballroom dancer and loves to travel and read. Duena, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And months ago, we actually had Duena on the show because she's board certified. Um, she knows a ton about family law. We had her on here to um, just give us a lot of information about family law and things she was she was seeing um, or things she's experienced. But right now, we have a very totally different topic, totally away from law, and that's ballroom dancing. And so we wanted to have you on today and just talk about ballroom dancing and, and really just kind of to understand uh, first what got you into it. Uh, short answer is my husband. So, uh, you know, as all marriages do, you have your ups and downs. And during one of the down periods, we were trying to figure out ways that we could connect. Um, and so he found a local coupon for a studio just down the street that allowed us to take a couple of lessons, um, just to try it out. And then those lessons turned into more lessons and, um, then due to some injuries that he had, he dropped out and I continued going and became more competitive with it. That is so crazy. Like I found this coupon in the paper. I just love that. So, so Colton, we have people on our show, right? That are professionals in their own right, right? In their own industry. And then we find out they have these really cool things that they do on the side. We bring them back and there's even a better story behind it. I love that. So So how long ago did you guys start your ballroom dancing together? I believe we started somewhere around the end of 2012, 2013. Okay. So you've been doing this for a really long time. And And, a better question, a better question is when did it stop between the two of you? Um, I think we did it together about a year. So you've been doing this (laughs) competitively all of this time. So I know, and I heard through the grapevine that you actually had a pretty high level 
um, competition that you went to. So can you tell us about that? Yeah, I've had a few, but we did have a international competition that happened back in 2017, 2018, somewhere in there, um, where people from all over the world came and competed and came in second with that one. So that was a pretty good showing. That's so cool. That's awesome. And, and Trisha, I've actually had the pleasure to see one of her competitions. She showed me a video of it and it was incredible. And Duane, I hope you can actually send it to Trisha so we can post it on our Facebook page with this podcast. Now, you know, and, and I want to talk about dancing, but I kind of also want to talk a little bit about mindset as well, Duana, um, because I know a big part of your dancing story, you had a competition, a pretty big one coming up. Um, you were in a hurry one day and you fell and you actually injured your knee before competition and you were unable to compete. And I know that kind of set you back mentally. I, w- I want to talk about that. Can you kind of walk, walk us through that story and also tell us how you overcame those thoughts and everything that you were struggling with? Sure. Um, yeah, actually, right after that international competition in 2018, um, I had a court case in Beaumont and was leaving a hotel and there was water on the floor. And I fell and landed straight on my knee and my uh, shoulder, um, resulting in some pretty major injuries. And I just had knee surgery on that knee like the year and a half before that fall. And so uh, when I went to the doctors for it, and they had to do surgery again. They came in after the surgery, apologizing to me, saying they didn't think I was ever going to dance again. Um, and I definitely wouldn't be able to dance at the, the same level without having significant pain. Um, and that just, to me, was, was a challenge. So I love the dancing. It's a great outlet. Um, and comp- you know, as an attorney, a lot of us are competitive. So that's just part of my nature anyway. And so just having that drive of something to always shoot for the next competition is really what, you know, makes dancing a lot of fun for me. And so I just made it my mission and I decided that, yes, I was going to be back on the dance floor and everything I've done since then, the rehab and, you know, just making sure that the the muscles are strong enough to make up for any weakness in the knee. That's what I did. And so Trisha, this is, and this, I just want to make this clear why we had her on here. It's not just, she just dances just for fun. Like, you know, first off, she is, she is pretty successful at it in competition. But second um, is because she's a professional. This is something that she absolutely loves doing. Being an attorney, it's hard work. Uh, and I know it is the way that we've talked about it. Um, but, but this is something that you enjoy so much that even after putting in a long day's worth of work, you want to still go out and do this. And again, that's, that's why we had you on and talking about dance. So let me ask you this. So just tell me kind of how, so you got the coupon and I'm assuming, you know, you went to a ballroom studio. Why ballroom and not something else? Um, probably mostly that was what the coupon was for. Um, <laughs> you know, we'd done a few uh, country and Western classes. My husband works at NASA. And so they always offer classes through the Gilbert center there. And, um, so we kind of enjoyed that. And that was one of the things they taught there. So we're like, okay, we'll go and try it again. And then, you know, I personally fell in love with the the smooth dances for ballroom. And um, not too long after we started, they invited us to what they call a team match, which is as a studio, we go and you do little like 30 second, 45 second dances. And then they score you as a team. And whoever gets the most points, you know, gets the prize. 
And um, so you get to see all the different dances that everybody's doing. And that kind of triggered me to want to look into the, the competing and that sort of thing. And it wasn't something my husband was into, but we continued the social aspect while I started um, taking some lessons on my own for the more competitive. That's awesome. So, uh, all right, Colton, it's my turn. Stop it. I want to ask a question. <laughs> You're taking over the ballroom dancing questions. So, Duana, I'm trying to paint a picture for for our, our listeners about ballroom dancing. So, I watch Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. because my mom loves that show. So, is there is there a dance on Dancing with the Stars that that is one of these smooth ballroom dancing um, dances that that you compete in. Like, give us a picture for those of us who <clears throat> are only familiar with ballroom dancing through television. Yeah, probably a majority of them um, on that show are part of the competition. So you have um, rhythm dances, which is part of a big part of the competitions, which are going to be your your um, rumba your salsa that sort of thing um then they have a western division which is going to be your two-step polka um and then the smooth division that i dance in is your waltz tango foxtrot viennese waltz and um for some reason they lump argentine tango in there even though it's kind of a mix between um smooth and rhythm um and those are the ones that i compete in so so, including the uh, oh, go ahead. including the last one, the Argentina. Yes. Okay. So do I you? Know, know. Oh, sorry, Colton. I I'm gonna keep talking over you. So just you can just sit there quietly. I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm trying to paint this picture. Now listen. So, Duana, your husband stopped dancing with you this many years ago. So how do how is it? How do you pair up with somebody? Like who's your partner? My partner is my instructor. Cool. So it's a pro-am competition um, that, that we compete in. Uh, hopefully, eventually, I get to the level where we're going to the, the, the semi-pros to where I'm in the next level up. But still have a little ways for that, and I got to quit hurting myself, so that would be good. <laughs> how, do you, how do you get there? It just um, the level of your dance. So they have different levels that you can dance at. You know, you're beginners, and then um, they usually call it a bronze level. And then where I'm at is a silver level. And then once you get to gold, then you're in the um, professional levels. So it's just technique um, and where your level of dance is based on their criteria. And each studio or organization has their own criteria. Okay. And so they're very, and just so I understand, it's very, uh, um, like the more, the higher up, the more technical the moves are. Is that my understanding that correctly? More technical, more difficult, um, style shaping, all that comes into play with the, with the feet movement. I did not know that. Dancing is pretty tough. Yeah. It (laughs) looks so easy when you watch it. And then when you try to do it, you're like, Oh, you're so, using every single muscle in your body. I bet. How much practice do you put in, Duena? So I typically go uh, once a week for about an hour. 
Um, and of course, when we get closer to competitions, I'll go to two hours a week and then right before competition, I'm usually in there every day for about two weeks before as okay. much as possible. Yeah. And it's so cool. That's an outlet for you. It's just, you know, I've been working a lot then you can go and do something where you can you know, let the stress out frustration, whatever it may be. That's really cool. I think everyone needs something like that. Yeah. It's really nice too, because when you're concentrating on, you know, making sure that you've got your frame right and that you're, you know, rising and falling when you're supposed to, and you're getting the right steps and it really doesn't leave a lot of room for you to be worrying about what happened at work. <laughs> you fill your head with other things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Dwayne, after I, re after I record a ton of these with Trisha, I know exactly what you mean. Just going out and just kind of letting it steam out. And I get it. You're in trouble. <laughs> I'm kidding, Trisha. <laughs> totally You're in trouble. Go to the corner. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I, and and like Colton, like I think it's really cool when people who are in high stress uh, industries, right? And and I would consider an attorney uh, in that space, right? That you find something that seemingly from the outside, because I'm not a ballroom dancer, looks amazingly um, tranquil right? From the outside looking in, but I'm kind of listening to the way you described it. It's more about filling your head space with the technicalities behind the dancing and not just the tranquility of those of us on the outside looking in. Yeah. I mean, I guess the walls would be tranquil, but tango certainly is not. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> tango Tango's pretty sassy. Yes. It's a, uh, it's like a boxing match for dance. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so awesome. you know, Trisha, I don't want to take the spotlight off of our lovely guest here, but just out of curiosity, what is your go-to post-work, get your mind off of things just to relax? Oh man, Colton, are you really going to ask me that? So I have a couple of things. One, if I'm during the day, if I need to step away, it's gardening. And I know that sounds really corny, but I have garden boxes in my backyard. So that for me fills my headspace with something else. And the other thing that I do is uh, my husband and I boat. So as a matter of fact, Miss Duena knows where we boat because mm -hmm. we're club friends now. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so being out on the boat really does fill your head with, and like Duena, it's technicalities, right? It's about doing all the technical stuff behind the boat. It's not just about sitting there, right? Looking pretty, doing nothing, right? right. It's about the work behind Absolutely. it. What about you, Colton? Golf all day long. Okay. All right. And there's a lot of technicality with golf. I think we can all agree there. Even if you haven't played <sighs> Highly it. Highly technology. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Duena, I completely understand what you're saying. And again, I don't want to take it off of dance, but I mean, it really is important to have that outlet like you found. And really, especially if you fall in love with it, oh my gosh, it's the best thing ever, which you obviously have. You've been doing it for almost eight years now or seven years now, and it's, you just, you can't get enough of it. So let me ask you this. We're going to, let's forecast a little bit. What's next? Like, what are you looking at in the future? Where are you expecting to be? So, I mean, as of always, we're looking for the next competition. Um, I was looking to see if I would do one in November, but it looks like it's going to be into next year before we're able to get back to um, anything like that. But we have, you know, workshops and all kinds of things that go on at the studio and that keep us busy and they bring in professionals to help us with our technique. And so it's just going to be, 
you know, taking my lessons and improving each and every time. So were you able to, I mean, we're talking about 2020 here uh, and Mm -hmm. somebody may be listening to this podcast a long time from now, but we all know that 2020 has been, well, a little different than any other year. Were you able to continue ballroom dancing after the initial quarantine period or what did that look like for you? So there were a few months that we we didn't. Um, The studio had kind of transformed and started doing virtual lessons. Hmm. and so we did some of those. And of course, it's not the same as having that, you know, connection with your partner because you feed off their energy and, you know, obviously the, the, the man leads. And so you're able to do different things when you're in a frame with somebody. Um, but I would say it was probably May or June we started getting back. Okay. Yeah, I can't imagine. How do you virtual... dance virtual? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Colton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you and me are thinking the exact same thing. How do you yeah. virtually dance with your partner? So, virtual, it was a little bit more um, group related. So, it was more about learning steps, learning a new move um, that you could do on your own. A lot of um, line dancing. We do that too. That's always fun. Yeah. Get, the, get your cool. wobble. Well, let me. Yeah, your there wobble. You go. All right. <laughs> I was I thinking it. about country well, that... western. I'm like, I'm from Texas. I know how to line dance. I don't know how to wobble. <laughs> so then that that brings me to my my off the wall question. And Duana, you are familiar with this, not virtually, but in person, you're familiar with it. So if you had the option for dancing, would you rather break dance, all right, or line dance? Now, oh, when I say break dance, I'm also I'm also including pop locking and dropping it, you know. So, I would line dance all day. Oh, really? Well, you knew the uh, answer put... to that question. <laughs> I did. I just wanted. To, I would have loved it. I think you'd be a great hip hop. Or just saying, do I know? I can't do hip hop. I just prefer line. All right, so we probably already know this about you, Duana, from your last interview. But I'm going to insert the question here anyway. What generation are you a part of? Uh, Gen X. See, y'all, look at that. Gen Xers ballroom dancing. I love it. Yes. Colton, that's two for me. I'm just saying. It's two. How's that two for you? It's two for me. Like, I've got so many X-Geners on, uh, on this podcast with us. I'm just saying. Listen, we already talked about it. A millennial who is has the experience of Gen X is extremely rare, and that's why. So it's not even that big of a deal. <laughs> anyway, Dwayne, let me ask you this. What generation do you identify with the most? um gen x uh-huh yeah i heard you I whispering thought, thought. <laughs> stop it just stop it well i can identify with all of them yes that's you're a good answer com- you're always the most comfortable with your own yeah this has been so much fun colton did you have fun we should do some no, fir- like if we were videoing we could do some virtual ballroom dancing but we're I know nobody can see it, right? Okay, so we're going to have to put some of this video on there because we're all dancing. (laughs) We're just going to have to get together and do it. I love it. Yes, that would be so much fun. All right, listen, in closing, Duena, would you please uh, spell your name out for us? Tell us the name of your business. Uh, If you would like for people to reach out to if they have questions about number one, your business, or even about ballroom dancing, if you'll give your contact information, that would be great. 
Sure. And so it's Duena, which is D-U-A-N-A, Boswell Lochelle, which is B-O-S-W-E-L-L hyphen L-O-E-C-H-E-L. And I am the owner and CEO of Boswell Law Firm. And if they ever want to reach out for any reason, my uh, office number is 832-919-6595. Or they can email me at Duena, D-U-A-N-A, at BoswellTexasLaw.com. Awesome. Colton, anything, anything? Man, no, that's it. I, again, I think, I think uh, Duane should furnish us with some of her dancing to add to our post whenever we post this. Yes, absolutely. Want to make sure that we do that. So don't forget, Duane, a picture and a video. We're going to do it. That's Will awesome. do. Thank you again for being here. We had so much fun with you today. So this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap connecting business perspectives. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, connecting business perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Thanks again to our sponsor, Jim Butcher, a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Colton Cockrell with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Civic. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.